Hi, this is Mike, and welcome back to 5 Minutes of Fantasy Sports. So we're doing a baseball primer again, getting ready for the upcoming baseball season. Uh, so let me show you the screen here. Um, so just a reminder, I am setting up a league um, for anyone who wants to join, listeners of the podcast, friends of listeners, etc. Uh, shout out to our first person to join, Jekyll. Um so anyway, um, I want to take you through the settings and take a look at this league, and you can do the same in any league that you happen to be in. Uh, you want to check a couple things. So we're doing a salary cap draft, which means you're going to have a budget that you get to spend. Um, so that's a little different than the normal snake-type draft where you just pick a player and you get the player no matter what. This is kind of like an auction where you're bidding on the player, <clears throat> and you can spend as much or as little as you want. Well, really, the person who bids the most gets the player. So uh, we'll talk about that in a minute, but you also want to check the categories um, that you're going to have as well. So uh, roster positions is important. Some teams only have one utility. There's two in this league. Uh, sometimes you only have three. There's four pitchers that start in this league, and so a little bigger bench, and then four IL spots as well. And then you got your stat categories for batters, runs, home runs, RBIs, stolen base, average, slugging percentage. And then you got your pitching categories, innings, pitched, wins, strikeouts, earned run, whip, and saves plus holds. So what I'd like to do is talk about a couple strategies that you can use when you're in the draft. Um, so doing the salary cap draft, like I mentioned, is a little different. Uh, what you want to try to figure out is how you want to build your team. So... <clears throat> there's two different options that I usually see people use. One of them is just to get, you know, three, four, five, maybe six, if you're lucky, studs who are, you know, top 10, top 20 players, and then just build the rest of your team off of waivers and chewing gum and just hope that something sticks. Uh, that's one option. And that one is great because elite players, you know, are better than sometimes two other positions combined. Uh, but it's risky because, you know, if you lose a guy, like say you pay a lot for Trey Turner and then he injures his hamstring the first game, uh, you're out a lot of your draft capital. And so it's harder to rebuild. Um, so one strategy is to go for the elite players and get as many of those as you can and then just use all, you know, low budget players later. Uh, the other one is kind of the middle strategy where you get, uh, I would say, all great maybe not good probably great players but nothing no one who's like an ace or anything like that um so you would be looking if we're looking at draft positions probably people in the maybe 30s to 60s to build your team around uh, maybe even all the way down to like 75 or so um, this is just showing batters right now on the screen uh, but you know if you look at pitchers you're probably getting a guy like you know, Jack Flaherty might be your ace. Um, you're going to spend some money maybe on a guy like Freddie Peralta, Max Freed, guys who are good, um, but they're not getting like, you know, they're not putting up Garrett Cole numbers or Corbin Burns numbers, anything like that. Um, the difference between the two strategies is, you know, you're spreading out the risk, uh, but the reward, it's a little tougher to ensure that you get. So... Um, I've seen both strategies work. You know, if you are lucky and you avoid injury, you'll just dominate the league. If you have, say you have like three or four ace pitchers, you know, you get 
Say you wind up with a guys like say you walk you got Walker Bueller, you got Jacob DeGroom, and you got Brandon Woodruff. None of them get injured, none of them miss any games. You're talking about having an elite pitching squad. Um, but you know, say two of those three get injured, now you know you still got your one ace, but then you have these other two injured spots that you gotta fill. So uh, you want to decide what you're going to do before you go into the draft. Have that plan kind of worked out. You can even kind of ballpark the budget numbers. It should show you how much you have to spend. Usually it's around $200, and it gives you a projection cost if you uh, uh, look at it during the draft or before. But, yeah, you want to try to decide what you're going to do and talk strategy too in a minute here um, with it. But that's really – there's other ways you can do a mix of it too where you get – you know, maybe you spend a lot of your money on six elite players and then you just have all dollar players, but you really search and research on trying to find some sleeper picks that you think will pan out. Um, so if you go that route, then you have maybe a slighter, slightly higher chance of success. Um, the other thing you want to check is your moves as well. If you're planning on picking up a bunch of guys off of waivers and it turns out that you only get like 30 moves in your league, that's not going to be useful. Um, this league, you get, if you're wanting to join the league that I'll put the link to, where is it? You get five moves per week, and you can use that every week. So there is a move limit, but it's not like you'll ever lose. You'll, you'll run out of moves per week after you use your fifth move. Um, but it's not like you only get to do that for four weeks. So... Uh, it says it right here in the playoffs. There's six teams that make the playoffs. The playoffs start in week 22. Um, the playoff tiebreaker, higher seed wins. You don't really need to worry about this stuff right now. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, you want to look over the strategy that you're going to use and try to figure out what you think might be the best option. Um, wow, it's been six minutes already. I could talk about this all night. Um, I think next episode for the draft is we'll kind of run through some scenarios of how to approach the categories that are available in your league and what's maybe the best strategy. We'll talk about what's called punting a category where maybe you uh, just ignore a category so you can focus in your players on some other specific categories instead. Um, sometimes that's a good idea, sometimes it's not. So yeah, as far as the auction goes, I think I like the auction type draft the best where you have a budget and you gotta decide who you're going to spend it on and which guys you want to go for. Um, it's also called the salary cap draft. Um, they're a little more fun. They take a little bit longer because, you know, if someone just keeps bidding up a dollar here, a dollar here, a dollar here, uh, you know, that can add some time to the draft. But then eventually it turns into a snake draft at the end once all the money's gone and uh, you're just bidding the $1 guys at the end. So anyway, um, yeah, that's my advice on the salary cap or auction type style draft. You either go big with some extremely good players or you try to average it out where you get good value at every position and maybe have a few backups that are pretty good as well. So we'll stop it there for today and do another draft primer tomorrow. Hi everyone, just wanted to remind you also about my YouTube channel, 5 Minutes of Fantasy Sports. You can see what I'm talking about there when I look at my team and look at the stats on the webpage on Yahoo and all kinds of other things. So feel free to check it out there and feel free to subscribe as well.